Welcome to Ike Live here at the Bassmaster Classic 50th anniversary. We have a, a great cast with us today that I'm really excited about. We got BTC down at the end with the headset on and the glasses. <laughs> Why are you wearing those glasses, bro? Uh, don't worry about it. We got our we got our you know, for Bash University, for Professional Edge, our <clears throat> sales professional, Charles Daugherty. What up? How are you, man? I'm awesome. I'm at the Classic. It's great to have There's you. Nothing. It's great, it's great to be here. A lot of opportunity all over here. A lot of opportunity. A lot of people. A lot yep. of talking. Yep. A lot of sm- yeah, hey, buddy. A lot, a lot of fans. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It's awesome. You are awesome. you are a hit. Everybody everybody oh, loves Charles. That's that's not true at all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and no, we've got... Good. And we've got Jeff Little, the marketing manager for Torquedo Trolling Motors, business development, kayak specialist, you name it. Our guy. All the above. Here to talk about an amazing motor on an amazing boat, guys. We are are here on the Brian Boat Build. I told you it was a great (laughs) idea to bring this boat to the Classic. Yes, you did. (laughs) We're not going there. Not live, folks. (laughs) Oh, uh, but we love. It's been great. It's been a hit. Everybody walking by. Everybody's checking out the boat. They're loving it. Uh, from the marine mat to the sound system. But I promise you, every single person goes to the transom and checks out that torpedo. Yep. Everybody that's walked by. This a lot is of, true. A lot of interest. Yep. People want to know how many horsepower, how fast does it go. Yep. And there's a lot of options there. You know, that's. Our cruise 2.0, look, it's, it's raising up. Who's playing with that? That's me. <laughs> is, that, is that a jack plate? That's yeah. a, that is a jack plate. Come on, TH Marine. We, we, we are loaded. Yeah, we are definitely loaded on this boat. You've got TH Marine products from coast to coast. Um, so many great things on it, but no, none none more impressive than the motor. This is a five-horsepower motor. Yep. <clears throat> is it getting up on pad, Bri? Uh, you know, not quite, but you know, it, it is a it is a heavy boat for a small boat, so yeah. But it, it moves it good, man. Better than anything else in my area. So explain and heavy, sure. he- heavy. What, what's it decked out with? I mean, I think some of the viewers know, obviously, but it's all aluminum decking, right? That's right. Yeah, all aluminum built. There's yep. no wood in this boat whatsoever, yep. except for the balsa crankbaits. Yeah. Okay. And right. four thousand <laughs> black Senkos, yeah. right? Not but, I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you can get rid of the balsa crankbaits too, because Fritz just told us that the Berkleys are better and we can use plastic now. Yeah, what happened? Well, I don't know. They just won, they won three <laughs> professional tournaments on that bait. That's it. Seems like a pretty oh, uh, geez, pretty know. good bait just this year. Oh, I get. I guess know? so much. Throw, yeah. Start throwing it. Huh? Might, yeah. Might have to think about changing, but I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but the Torquedo is an amazing product. It has uh, it's delivering so much power. Uh, it, it's got technology that man, I, we're just getting exposed to. It's amazing. Tell tell us a little bit about the motor. Well, it's it's not a trolling motor. A lot of people add that you know that name yeah. in there and it's it's more powerful than a tro- trolling motor it's a very high torque motor um your basic design of of any electric motor whether it's a little fan to cool off your laptop yep. or or a trolling motor or any other you know electric motor you have your copper coils yep magnet that goes in the middle you apply electricity magnet spins and anything fixed to it whether it's a propeller blade or fan or whatever actuator whatever you got when they invented this, they inverted that relationship. Instead of the magnet in the middle, they put a bell housing with lots of magnets around the outside. So more magnets, more torque. But the magnets they use are not the 
ferrite magnets you have in a trolling motor, mm -hmm. the rare earth magnets, which are crazy expensive, but they're also six times more powerful per weight. So again, another magnification of torque. What do you do with all that torque? You get a propeller that is longer than you would have normally and more aggressively pitched. So trolling motor prop is about like that. The Torquedo prop is really aggressively pitched. So every every revolution that you have, it's biting off big chunks of water. And what that means is that you're able to to take a fairly heavy, you know, load and just move it, whether it's against current or or wind or you got two or three big guys in the boat. It doesn't matter. It'll handle it. Two, three, thirty packs of founders in there. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> All day. Hey, Brian. Heavy payloads. And ice. Oh, yeah. Ice and Got to keep them cool, yeah. buddy. That's but right. in, in terms of speeds, I, I kind of like the, I mean, Brian's explained it to to folks <clears> that have walked up a couple times Yes. Uh, this weekend, you know, in terms of what speed and in terms of the weight balance and why, you know, you, you have the Torquedo uh, lithium battery in the back, but you have some other batteries that you put here, right? And we that was intentional. Yeah. But talk about where you where you stand in the boat, and and what that means in terms of adjustments of of what what top end speeds you're getting. So when we were building the boat, my initial plan was to put all the batteries in the boat in the back compartment like a bass boat would have. Right. Right. And that's just my thought process there. And when Jeff came to help us set up the torpedo, he explained to me how. The boat really needs to be flat in the water. It needs to be level. If your back end is heavy, you've got a lot of drag, and, and, and that's really going to slow the boat down. Yeah. Right. And, you know, he's saying you'll put a, a styrofoam cup behind the boat, and it'll follow you around the lake just from all the drag. So right off the bat, took, took, his, <laughs> took his advice, and, and we, we changed our, our plan and moved. And we had to pull a lot of wiring and move a lot of wiring. But we pulled them all up front, or, or I should say middle of the boat here, so there's three batteries there for the 36-volt uh, Fortrex, and then there's a house battery for all the fun stuff, you know, the electronics, the live well, the stereo. And that's back here. That's all middle of the boat. That's all middle the of the boat. So okay. there's a lot of weight in the middle of the boat. The back of the boat, all, all that has is the 24-volt Torquedo battery, which weighs 50... 53 pounds. 53 pounds. Holy smokes, that's nothing. That's so you, you've basically gone from where it's riding at rest, you know, like this, to kind of shoveled, right. kind of nose down. Mm -hmm. But then you have the stern squat of the motor once it kicks in, and it, it levels out. Stern squat. Yeah, it just... <laughs> Sounds dirty. It does. Hey, Let's see some stern squat. <laughs> what did you do last Sounds night? Sounds like you need a... <laughs> Went to bed early. <laughs> it's a pee holder back First there. time for everything. <laughs> but so, walking... Yep. So the Torquedo has a built-in GPS um, and tells you your speeds. So with one guy sitting in the back, and me and Eric, who was just here, our, our best buddy, uh, former intern, Eric would... Crank the motor up yeah. with him in the back of the boat, me sitting like right there towards the back of the boat, and we'd be running about 5.3 miles an hour, right? Just a torpedo in. I'd start working my way up the boat, move forward a little bit, go to 5.5. Five. Come up to here where the pedestal seat is, now we're doing 5.8, 6 miles an hour. Get up here and hang my feet off the front of the boat, hang 10. Titanic style. That boat's plowing. And we're now we're doing over six miles an hour, really? close to six and a half. 
two dudes in the boat, but that's wow. how that weight shift yeah. added a mile an hour to the boat. So that so was that's that was our very next telling. Instagram post is yeah. Brian the Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Celine Dion in the background. Yeah. <laughs> now, 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 question. Does, like, you hold Eric, or did Eric hold you? How'd that go? Oh, no, he stayed back there. Oh, so I was solo. Oh, you were solo. Solo, solo mission. You, all, right, yeah. all right. You were on the big door in case it went down. Yeah. I get it. But now, that had that back of the boat up and the water just releasing. Even though we're plowing that much more in the front, the water releasing off the back of the boat, that lack of that, that drag... Wow. made that much of improvement. So that was really cool to see. And, and we're going to do some things this summer to, to, to actually document that, to show how that weight transfer made a difference. And that's running two people on the boat. So Wow. So, so much of our marine culture and, and the efficiency that we're, you know, we're, we're used to getting with boats that plane is in direct conflict with, with efficient displacement propulsion. You know, we're in we're in the displacement yeah, range. Yeah, I was of just going to say the same thing. We are not planing this boat. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. you would do the you know you would do the opposite if yeah. you if you have a boat that actually planes. Right. And yeah, Torquedo does make some, you know, well this is a five horsepower. There's an eight that does about seven point five. There is a wow. twenty horsepower. The cruise ten point that a lot of the guys mm-hmm. on the Baltimore reservoirs are running. <laughs> That I've been in one that goes 17.4 miles per hour. Wow. Then you jump up to the high voltage of the Deep Blues, which use a BMW i3 battery. It's a 700, about a 700-pound lithium battery. Ooh, uh, and those are those are pretty in-depth custom yep. boat builds, but you're doing 40 horsepower or 80 horsepower. No one's making fishing boats with those yet. Right. Someone will yet. do it eventually. But, yet. And then there's yeah. a 100 kilowatt, which is about 130 horsepower. So... Lots of different power options. And then moving downward, we have our, you know, our kayak motors. This is one of them. It's a three-horsepower ultralight, which will move a kayak. Um, fastest I've been is 7.1 miles per hour, but I've seen them go to 7.8. Right. Uh, wow. And all the guys that were on the stage here earlier this week from the, the BASS Nation Kayak Series, the, yeah, the first one, um, a lot of guys came up on, on stage and mentioned Torquedo, and that really made me feel good to, to see that we have that, that core base of, you know, of, of kayak anglers that really know that it's something that, you know, allows you to pre-fish efficiently, cover yeah. a lot of ground, get to your spots quick, and, uh, and even when the, you know, if you're, we had rough weather, and when you have a lot of wind, or if they release the you know, they released up on Logan Martin, they released some gates, and there were guys that, that stayed in the river and fished. Yeah. And to be able to stay in a, you know, six-mile-an-hour current Ooh. and put your jig in that eddy right there, yeah. you need that much torque. You need that yeah, kind no, of power. No, one, no, one's, no one's pedaling or paddling into that. That, no. that kind of mm-hmm. water. Not at yeah. all. And, and that's, that's, that's fast because, you know, a lot of guys, you know, uh, don't – we're talking six, seven miles an hour. They might not be impressed, but if you're fishing in a trolling motor only scenario, yeah. which a lot of lakes all around the country have limitations, yep. no horsepower uh, or you know no uh, no, no outboard gas. motors, right. no gas. Yeah. Maryland, uh, right? Delaware's that, yeah. got them. Yep. New Jersey, New York. Yep. Sorry. There's, yeah. a bunch, all, all there's a bunch north of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a bunch in North yep. Carolina. There's in in Ohio. Tidewater, Virginia has a bunch of electric only tournaments. Yeah. Yep. Prior prior to this. I mean, making three miles an hour, four miles an hour was doing really good. Yeah. And, you know, now talking about doubling that speed, doubling your efficiency, doubling the amount of water you can cover, yep. it, it's tremendous technology. And that's exactly what 
this boat will do with the four tracks is about three to four. Okay. And I know with that because we got with the four tracks only three to four. Just the four tracks. <clears throat> Didn't you, you you fished a derby earlier this year, right? Uh, or last year, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and you you said you were. What was it? Uh, the North Jersey Reservoir. Merrill. Merrill. Yeah. So Merrill Creek. For those people who don't understand, it's super deep, clear water reservoir in North Jersey, electric only, mm-hmm. and they have a ton of tournaments. And you can go there on a Saturday or Sunday and see tournaments. And there's guys with you know bass cats and rangers and two fifties in the back, and they're all putzing around. And Brian fished derby against them. Yeah. And you said how many times you get across that reservoir? Yeah, we did things no one else could do. Yeah. Like for sure. With, with that thing. Yeah. Going to a spot, fishing a spot, cruising across, yeah. fishing a spot, coming back, seeing if it replenishes, right? Yeah. The, yeah. the way Merrill sets up. Awesome. Yeah. Right. It's electric only, so you, you don't have the freedom you, you would have in a bass boat. It's more like a kayak kind of mindset where, you know, you have to plan where you're going to run to and can't just say, all right, I'm going to blast across the other side of the lake. Uh, Let me go have, back to, to the docks. Let you have me to go budget up. that. Right. right. You know, running and gunning. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so what, what you're saying is if it caused you to be too scatterbrained and you <laughs> ran around too much and didn't catch anything. No, we won. Ah, oh, yeah. Won. yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black Senko. Me, me and Eric. And, um, I love Black Senko. As, you, as it you should be. You know who else won, though, was, uh, was Vegas. Yes. He's Vegas was in our, No, his, his tournament. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, yeah, what Vegas is Vegas has got some, some New wins. Jersey uh, junior bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight to eight to thirteen or eight to fourteen year old range. I that, that he won sounds, AOI in that thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds right. Yeah, but he's running a torpedo on yeah, his kayak. Yeah, no, no, no. it's a. Oh, that's right. It's he's the crawdad. The crawdad. Yeah, the Coleman yeah. crawdad, which he's is he's running the the three horsepower <laughs> travel motor, which is a a nice product for you know the smaller John boats yep. um, mm-hmm. to get into the electric only that you're yeah. not. You know, you're you're not lugging around a 60-pound battery. You're not dealing with what happens to trolling motors is over the course of your using it in the day, they lose their power. You have full power with with these right up until they're they drop off and they're and the battery's exhausted. Like you can go full speed when you have one percent of the battery left, and when it's at zero, then you're done. Yeah. But, but my point is, you can go at full speed throughout the the drawdown of the power of the battery. Which Excellent. is unlike the trolling motor as they... Yeah, it, they as, wind down. Yeah. And how, yeah. How, how do you know? Well, how, additionally, how you know? The, 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 yeah. the motor speaks to the battery. There's a communications cable. So there's an LCD screen that tells you your battery life, your run distance you have left according to how much, you know, wattage you're drawing. You got one right there. And we got one right here. This is a... Um, That's your throttle. This is the remote throttle. So okay. the way we set this boat up is with multiple options. It's got the tiller handle in the back. But then they have this remote throttle. We ran another cable for this. And if I'm out there by myself, I don't have to go to the back of the boat. I can just right. be on the four treks, steering across the lake, kick that thing in. and. Okay. So how it works in terms of the, the remaining range calculator, if you say you get to the top of, of the reservoir and you, you run a lot, around a lot and you're thinking, hey, we got, we got two hours left in this, this tournament and... I think this spot is used up, uh, but we want to run down four miles and then up in this cove maybe half mile before we're we got to be back at you know for weigh in. Do we have time? So four and a half miles plus maybe another mile back. You got five and a half miles to run. Okay, mm-hmm. you want to run as fast as you can to give yourself the most amount of time at that last spot that you hope to to call some fish. So you mash it and say that the remaining range says sorry you only have you know you need five and a half you only sorry sorry 
You need five excited. and a half. It's only saying you got 4.8 <laughs> at full speed. You back it off until the remaining range comes up to 5.5. Then you're going at the maximum speed that you can without running out of power. So that range knowledge is important. Is critical. Yeah. Because cool. you don't want to leave yourself it's short, yeah. but you also want to give yourself cool. every last minute you can at that last spot you're going to fish in the tournament. Right. It's, it's your fuel gauge that you have, yeah. but better. Yep. You know, more than just telling you how much gas is left in the tank, it's telling you how much distance you have with right. that gas. That's pretty cool. To the tenth of a mile. That's really cool. To yeah, the tenth definitely. of a mile. Yeah. Because yeah. if you run electric only, you, you become accustomed to running out of running out of battery juice. <laughs> I've seen it. I, I grew I've up in Maryland and, 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 and fished <laughs> Liberty and Black Raven and, yep. and Pretty Boy and yep. you know fishing those occasionally. You see the poor guy. You know that ran out of power, and he's he's walking through the woods with two batteries the next day yeah. to get get his boat back to yeah. the trailer. Yep. Sure enough, we've all been in that situation, so it's great to have that kind of information to be able to take action. I got a question. Yeah. Uh, we're fi- we're shallow water fishermen, obviously um, <clears throat> bass fishing. A lot of power here. What 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 what's in place when you hit a stump? Or what kind of mechanisms do you have to protect the prop? Or how, how, does, how, do, how are you handling that? Awesome question. There's a, a welder local to me. Um, his business is called Innovative Sportsman. And he sold, he's actually my number one uh, ultralight dealer for the, the kayak motors because uh, he makes rock guards. Mm-hmm. And early on in my using them, I'd fish on the Susquehanna River. And I knew, you know, even growing up, whenever you put a gas motor on a John boat, what do you do? You go... You know, before you even run out, you know, and, and use it, you get a pitchfork head at TSC, get a hose clamp, take it to the welder, and say, put these together. And, and you, you clamp it on there, and you got the pitchfork out there okay. to protect the prop. Right. That's just basic river river rat stuff. Right, right. Um, river rat. And I brought, I brought the, you know, that idea, that concept to a local welder, and I said, can you build something for this ultralight motor? And he did, and he did it for a number of years, and my buddies asked him for it, you know, to, to make them for him. And, you know, it's after a number of years, he was like, I appreciated you send me business, but it was side work for me. And uh, it, I, I don't have the time for it anymore. I said, let me find someone else. I found Trey, Trey Leach of Innovative Sportsman, uh, and he makes both rock guards and grass cutters. And I wish I had it here to show because I know we got to get one on your on your boat, yep. especially for the grass. Sure. Uh, but it's basically something that, that fits onto this profile that comes around around the front and has two forks here that protects it protect the the prop so that when you're hitting stumps and stuff it rides up and, and the motor kicks up the other thing it has uh is a a stainless steel blade that comes back here and it sits right here and as soon as the it gathers vegetation it just chops it off right and it'll do it in both both directions so okay good it's like a box cutter for your prop yes it's, yeah we need that. Totally. Okay. So it's a good solution. He makes them for the you know, the travel motor, the ultralight, and now he's making them for the cruise. Excellent. And the motor also will give, too. Yeah. It'll kick up. It'll kick up. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool. So you can lock it in or you can unlock it to kick up. So if I'm running deep water, deeper water, I'll have it locked in so I can hit reverse without the motor riding. Right. But if we're shallow. Leave it, leave it unlocked. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. you know the deal. We're loaded with stumps and shallow water. So. Yeah, all over the place. Plus, it's on a jack plate. You got a hydraulic jack? 
Yeah, who's got the atlas? He was lifting yeah. it earlier. <laughs> got her. Yeah, I think I just startled her. Sorry. <laughs> you, you you were just killing it out here with this with this boat, Brian. You you have every possible feature that could exist. That was the goal, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a kitchen sink in it too. It's, just, it's back it's there. Under one yeah, of these yeah, compartments. Yeah. You so. have lighted cup holders. That's man. right. That that's amazing. Speakers, right? Yeah. <laughs> Speakers, subwoofer. So what don't you have? A microwave. Microwave. No, but what do you have? What what what's in this thing? Like what total? Soup to nuts. Soup to nuts, product wise. Yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, <laughs> obviously the torpedo, the uh, micro uh, atlas jack plate, the yeah. micro anchor, yeah. the powerful micro anchor. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm really happy we did was we added uh, nav light sockets front and back for obviously a nav light. Yeah. Which you don't need a whole lot on electric only legs, but. Also for these uh, yellow tech sticks, power sticks, cool. for running GoPros, and, and, and they make a light. You can hook your phone up to it, charge it while you're recording and, and content creating. A lot of LED lighting. All the hatches have TH Marine LED lighting in them, including the live well, yeah. the oxygenator in the live well. The live well builds amazing, um, and that's courtesy of my buddy Dave Haas. He really knew all the parts and, and what it really needed. So we put a little cooler in there. You know, it's got everything. Awesome, man. It's got everything. How, how big of a deal is the oxygenator? Summer tournaments? Summer tournaments, man. Super key. Pumping that oxygen in there. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That, you know, for me, I'm, I'm a bit of a uh, conservationist, and, and it really, really bothers me when we're killing fish. Yeah. You know, so... So summertime tournaments, I think that thing's really key. The electronic version of that is is pretty cool. I, I've been out on the water with with Matt Elliott, who is a tournament angler in the uh, the Baltimore Municipal Water Supply Reservoir that that series, and he actually has a system with um, with bottled oxygen, and uh, he yeah he Just pumps, pumps he pumps in. that in, yeah. and he's like yeah. they are happy. He's like I bring them of, yeah. in, I bring them out of that cold deep water, yep. and I bring them up, and they're they're, you know, I've exhausted them, but he's like, I put them in there, and it helps them. Three or four minutes later, yep. they are lively and happy, and he he doesn't. Yep. He's like, it, it. I don't have, you know, dead fish uh, mm-hmm. penalties ever because well, he's he's yep. pumping in oxygen. Before directly. the oxygenator came along, a lot of guys did, especially up in the Great Lakes, because you're going through all the waves and and you know it can be rough on them yep. uh, on the boat rides. So, that, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of guys used to do that exact system. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys have switched over to the oxygenator. Right. Let me ask you a question. Guys are fascinated with this torpedo. I know it. Anybody that does an electric boat knows it. Uh, how do they get them? Uh, where, where can they purchase this? Uh, we have a, a number of dealers. I'd say the closest one that I know of to um, to where you guys are is Reservoir Boat Works up in Haver de Grace, Maryland. Uh, we're hoping to get a few more in the, the southern Jersey area. Okay. Okay. Um, Mike Beck's Mike Beck's gunsmithing is another one, and he does a lot of uh, cruise 10.0 installs. Really? Uh, yeah, he's up near Pretty Boy Reservoir near the Maryland Pennsylvania line. Um, those are the two I know that are that are close to to where I'm at in Maryland and that that whole Baltimore group. But um, yeah, if you go to torquito.com, we have a dealer locator, and and I would also um, suggest if you just do some uh, do a search on on YouTube, put in Torquedo fishing cruise 10.0 cruise 2.0 cruise 4.0 I have videos out there of, of showing like a, a a 20 foot by 70 wide 
flat bottom john on pretty boy reservoir going 17.4 miles per hour oh so it's there there's stuff out Water there if awesome. you just do a little search on uh on youtube <laughs> you can, wild, you can see these it's yeah. crazy hey yo boss we're having a show hey yo, boss. <laughs> we are live boys. thanks for coming that was live. frank cherry <laughs> <laughs> well that that's great i you know i appreciate uh appreciate you teaching us about the torquedo and uh, being part of the program, being part of Ike Live, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm happy to, to be partnering, yeah, for man. sure. We're, uh, it's a good, good fit. You know, we appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being here, Charles. I was wondering, is, is Hank Hill here today? Yeah, Hank Hill's here. Yep, yep. Come on down to the Bass Master Classic, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I, Get I, you some popcorn for the kids and a couple, of, you know, pitching rods. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I was, I was wondering if, if Hank could, uh, you throw could, a spinner could, could say thanks for watching. And we'll be back with more Ike Live real soon. Hey, y'all. Thanks for watching Ike Live. We'll be back with more soon. Stay tuned, fellas. <laughs> thanks, everybody. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks, man.